and welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney, and I'm super passionate about moving and thinking. On this show, we are going to dive into all things health, fitness, personal development, lifestyle, and political sociocultural. I've always been fascinated by people and I love learning from the experiences and stories of others. This has been a treat for me and I hope this is enjoyable and useful for you. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or any way that I can make this a better experience for you, please don't hesitate to reach out. Hello, welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I'm here today with Dr. Jason Dean. He's a chiropractor and he's the founder of Brave TV. How are you doing today? I'm good, Courtney. It's it's uh, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. you. I'm really happy for you to be here. (laughs) So maybe you can start with telling us about Brave TV and why you started it. Oh, that's a good question. So uh, I actually started podcasting. How long have you been podcasting? Uh, about two years now. Okay, cool. Um, I'm so excited for people. So I've been doing it since 2016. I have a day, I have a day job. So I'm, uh, I'm a, I I mean, my wife and I are just entrepreneurial spirits. So we, uh, we're both doctors, chiropractic, uh, nutrition. And so we have, uh, I'm in Florida, Orlando area, central Florida, and, uh, we have our own physical practice. So my day job is I actually still am a practicing doctor. And then um, my other job, I started in 2016 and it started off as just, I wanted to get more health information out to people and natural health. And um, we've always worked with a lot of people with vaccine injuries, children, autism, et cetera, chronic health conditions just done naturally. Mm-hmm. And so I just started talking to natural health practitioners, but right. my life was always, um, I've always been a bit awake for a long time to the point where it's just conspiracy. Like a lot, like I knew the conspiracies and I was always studying the new world order and I learned it from all my mentors that some long since passed in the chiropractic world. So chiropractors, for the most part, not all of them kind of understand this. And so going forward, I was going to say it's very interesting. I feel like chiropractors tend to be very awake. Well, yeah, we, they've been calling us quacks forever. We just, right, people, right. So, right. Like, so they're the quack. They project so well. They're like, they call us quacks. They're the quacks. So uh, 2019 came along. Everything was going fine, but my wife and I noticed, and my associates noticed, respiratory issues coming into the office that were a little odd. So we kind of saw COVID before COVID was here. Mm-hmm. So 2020 hits, and uh, I remember when that that day they shut down March Madness basketball. They shut down cruises in Florida. <laughs> we came home and we watched President Trump give the the speech. Right, like, hey, right. we're shutting everything down. And I looked at my wife and I go, "It's game on." This is it. And my wife understands too, but she's not as deep into it as I am. And I go, they're going to, I go, there is no way they would lose trillions of dollars in this economy Mm -hmm. and shut down like a March madness. Unless this is like the big, this is the big one. And so we knew coronavirus was a common cold. So that night I, so if you ever feel bad about how you look or what the lighting is like, or whatever your podcast looks like, then that night, I literally was in my V-neck undershirt post-work, like taking off my, like my undershirt, right? Like, and Mm -hmm. I I go, I'm going to go live and tell people. Now I had a bit of a following, but it wasn't like massive. And so I went live stream and I kind of just started talking about, you know, the crown and conspiracies and everything else. And it exploded overnight. Like, like my live viewers after that, like for the first six months were like upwards of 4,000 live viewers a night. 
And so it started yanking me, but this is the bad part, Courtney. It started yanking me into literally six nights a week having to bring information to people because so many people are waking up, right? right. And it was good. And people were like, oh my gosh, thank you. You're helping me get through this time. Mm-hmm. So then I felt like responsible because I am a doctor, right? I was trying to help people through this. And next thing you know, I was going to work, working all day, coming home, eating for like 15 minutes with my wife and daughter, and then going and doing a show until like sometimes 11 o'clock at night. And then my I'd get done and my wife would be asleep. So that was called Revolution Network. And then it flipped over to Brave TV because I like I didn't want to be revolution kind of thing. I didn't want I didn't want to incite violence or anything like that. And it was time for a brand change. So here I am today, 2023, um, going out to lots and lots and lots of people, banned on every major platform for the most part. And uh been a blast. And we're just trying to save a country, right? <laughs> Yeah, save humanity in the process, hopefully. Absolutely. I really think humanity is at stake. And I, I use the beekeeper analogy for America. I feel, I always say that I feel like, you know, when they say that when all the bees go, then the world will yeah. cease to be. You, you and need bees for humanity, yep. Exactly. And I, I feel like, uh, you know, when America falls, the world follows. And so they're looking for looking to America to be, uh, you know, the purveyors of the free will of humanity. And so America is a beekeeper. <laughs> yeah. I agree. That's a good analogy. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So what would you say are some of the things that have changed in, uh, since you, you've been doing this since 2016, but you said in 2020 was when you did, started doing this live? 2020, that- yeah. 2020 was when I started going live and now I do live five days a week. I actually like live more than recorded just because it's, there's an energy to it. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, uh, it's what's changed is uh this is so the last three years i always tell people it kind of sucked right the last three years but at the same time uh you know if you look at the opposite side of it there were this is like such a blessing in disguise or silver lining you know whatever word you want to use yeah because when i was doing stuff in 2016 2017 like i was just kind of like doing it not for fun because i wanted to educate but i mean (laughs) You may have been there. I don't know, but probably not because you're, you're, you know, you're much smarter than probably what I, I, how I started. I remember like going live the first time and like there was nobody watching. Right. And then maybe you got like 20 viewers, 30 viewers or whatever. I remember like seeing one person watching my live stream then they fell off. It was zero again. Right. Oh no. <laughs> so, so you start off and so back in the day, you know, not everyone was listening versus now you go live and you know, just the subject and the heading, there's so many people waking up. So the good thing about today that was very different than back then, people are waking up faster and faster. Now I'm not, I'm not saying like more and more people are waking up constantly, but at least now we have our tribes that like know what's going on. Does that make sense? And there's more people now, there's far more people pushing now towards truth than there ever was before. So that's a really good thing. Absolutely. No, I absolutely agree with that for sure. I, I keep saying that's one of the biggest silver linings, I think, of uh, the past three years is just how many people are starting to wake up. What do you think are some of the things that people, uh, the biggest things that people are waking up to now? Um. Oh, what am I allowed to say in this show? <laughs> you can say anything. I, I've just gotten my last video was taken off YouTube. So I'm, I'm very perspicacious about what goes on there. So everything else is a free speech platform. Say oh, good. Um, so the things that I'm excited about that are being 
you know, woken up to. I'm excited that like the Disney stuff is being, the people are waking up to Disney, like what's really wrong with Disney and some of the trafficking stuff. Uh, in my own world, I'm excited that people are waking up to vaccines. So the, the kicker yeah. was um, back in the day, no one was listening about anything. Like we were trying to, we like I've been trying to educate on the childhood vaccine schedule and the autism thing yeah. for again, decades. And, you know, people were like, oh, you're crazy, you're crazy. So COVID kind of the COVID bioweapon bio kind of woke people up, not just the COVID, but like, wait, right. we have a whole problem over here. So that's really good. Those are some base level things. Obviously, people are waking up to like the founding of the country and America, constitution, and the fact that like we just have a rogue, out of control government that's, you know, communist in nature. Some of the crazy stuff that I, I mean, I was studying some of this stuff a long time ago that like, I mean, I hear this is gonna crazy. I hear like regular people now talking about adrenochrome, and I'm like, like wait, or Pizzagate, or like all these things that are like really deep and dark, like that we don't right. always like discussing. Like I, I go to some of the tours, and I I see like little old grandma coming up and going, "I love your thing about like this, the Pizzagate, and this is horrible." I'm like, "You're not, you're an old little lady. I'm supposed to talk about that stuff, right?" <laughs> But but the good part is people are waking up to it. Like the fact that people even know what the Rothschild's banking name is now, that wasn't even like a thing before. So it's yeah. kind of crazy, but it's also kind of cool that people are waking up to some of these things that we've been in for decades. So yeah. that's kind of neat. Yeah, I know that's fascinating. Well, I'll, I'll just say one thing before I ask you my next question, though. I think that's really interesting. Cause I uh, the the joke that I make is that uh, it took me a really long time to find the train station, but once I did, I took the high speed rail. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I started this podcast being like very much a normie, <laughs> you know? Oh wow! I was, yeah, I was at like total total normie, and uh, then I made, took a left turn, went like really fast down the rabbit hole. Um, so I'm kind of really like one kind of embarrassed and then like also just like really like fascinated by people who've been diving into this for so long you know um and i think on some level it must be i mean not that you want all these things to be uh verified or to be uh validated but i think in some way i would imagine that it, there does feel like a sense of validation and vindication Oh yeah. And by the way, I'm so impressed with people like you, because especially if you, if you were normally like say two years ago or so, or just before yeah. this happened and now you're where you are, like talk about a steep study gradient. I mean, we've been looking at this stuff for, I mean, I had mentors teaching me stuff in like Oh five and stuff like that. Right. Wow. So obviously we weren't down the full rabbit hole cause it takes time, but I, I mean, when I'm working on this like 18 years and I see someone like three years and you're like, I'm like, whoa, whoa, you're like, you went in fast. Like you guys didn't, you guys were right into the fire, right? Like that's, yeah. that's, that's quite impressive. Um, no, I, I, uh, I was actually talking the other day with uh, my friend, Dr. Naputi and I, uh, he asked me about the vindication thing. And it's yeah. interesting because, you know, part of me. Part of me wants like tomorrow to come for some sort of authoritative figure. Not that I put him up as authority, but like, like, let's say a Trump or somebody goes out in the public and says, this whole thing is a scam. Like the vaccine's bad. It's a bioweapon. People are going to die. You shouldn't have taken it. Like, obviously part of us wants that to occur because we all have been yelling from the rooftop, right? We kind of want that acknowledgement. We're all right. However, like, I also realized though, no matter what happens, like I can't win this, right? 
I, I, I can win my country back. Sure. But I can't, we, none of us can win this. Like if you can, if somebody came out tomorrow and said, well, they were all right. The conspiracy theorists were right. And you guys are in a lot of trouble. You shouldn't have never taken it. And you know, this was all a scam, et cetera. I mean, there's a part of me would be like, thank God, finally someone gave us some credit, but I don't, I don't, I don't win from that because people are still harmed, right? Like children still took this vaccine. So there's a, there's a vindication to it, but at the same time, it, there isn't because you're like, man, it's, this is such a mess. And I mean, yeah. you know, and I, and I think some of it just will never be told out loud because again, yeah. if you came out tomorrow and said, you know, they're all right. And all of you that took it, you're in a lot of trouble and you may not like, you know, wake up tomorrow morning. You can't even do that. Yeah. Right. Like that's that you couldn't do that to people. So yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, where the vindication comes from. Um, personally, just knowing the truth, obviously, like anytime, you know, the truth that it's in it, like the truth is in here, you just know, and you kind of, you, that's your own acknowledgement. But also I get to chat with like cool people like you and friends of mine, and we're all on the same page. And so that's probably the vindication we all really need is the fact that we know we're right. We don't know what extent we're right. Obviously, but, sure. I mean, there might be some stuff we're a little wrong, but like, we all know we're the new media We're yeah. we're correct. And whether the public hears fully or not, yeah. we're the only way forward. So that that that's I think that's the vindication. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I totally get that because yeah, it's really hard to to watch the the destruction. And I I think we've only seen you know barely the surface of what's to totally come. true. Yeah, and that's really really hard to contend with. So you you were saying that you have been exposing the vaccines for a really long time. So what made you first start to look into that and uh, want to start talking about that? And what has the experience been like, uh, you know, in terms of when you were first starting to share that information versus now? Oh, wow. Yeah, no. So we've been in this for a long time. Yeah. Um, way, I mean, in chiropractic, I mean, not every chiropractor, but chiropractic for the most part, we understand like the vaccine schedule is <laughs> atrocious. Um, autism went from non-existent to, I think it's one in less than 20 kids now. They say it's on track to become one, one in two. Yeah. One in two, one in five. Um, and I mean, I, when I grew up, I think I got like two or three vaccines. Uh, wow, I mean, my daughter's, my daughter's nine. She's never had a vaccine in her life. She's never had nice. a medicine, never had a chemical. So she's born at home. So like, yeah, a total opposite. Right. So the reason why there's 75 now there's going to be upwards of 90 vaccines for children before they hit the age of 18. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's the real number. Um, the good part is that I have millions more Americans now who agree with me because I could, I could do a seminar 10 years ago, even five years ago. Right. And if I, I would bring it up, and, you know, people would know, but like, I mean, we were called, I was, I, I'll tell you a, a, sto a very small story of how bad it could get. So today haters and like trolls, I don't care, like whatever. Um, but back, I think the first year or so of my podcast, when I was out, when I was speaking out on vaccines, somebody actually messaged me behind the scenes on Facebook. Don't know who it was, but it was a real person. And I, it was right after my, I think it was right after my daughter was born or something like that. Um, and they literally said, I hope your daughter, like, I'm not going to say it out loud, but I hope your daughter has major problems because she's not vaccinated. Like, 
the fact that you're an anti-vaxxer, they were hoping harm. <laughs> when someone hopes harm on someone's children because they haven't gotten their shots, like that's how bad that's how bad it was. Now today, the beautiful part is most everyone's on board. Like again, it's it's I like every single day I get to I get to not only speak to people like my crowd and my tribe, my viewers right. who are on board, I get to educate them more. But they're constantly pulling in more people. Right? I go on shows and more people are coming in. I mean, there's nothing more rewarding than like doing this show. And then within, you know, a couple of weeks to a month, sometimes months later, somebody will stumble upon me or even be in my 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 office and they'll right. be like, I found you here. Thank you for educating me on this. I didn't know about this. And we either stop vaccines for our kids or my newborn is not getting it. Like that right yeah. there, I can tell you right now. I don't care how much money you have in the world. The greatest paycheck ever is when someone comes to you and you impact their life like that. Totally. Totally. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, what do you think is going to happen now with the, because they're starting to roll out like so many more, right? I think their goal is, I mean, at least that, that, that's their plans. I, you know, best laid plans of mice and men. Hopefully the plans will be destroyed. Right. But, you know, the plan is that they're already talking about these like, you know, uh, cardiac vaccines and they're talking about, right? They have all these other variations uh, that they're trying to roll out. So what do you think will happen? Do you think that people there are enough awake people that we'll see like a major resistance. Do you think that we'll see injuries as a result of those? What do you? Yeah, I think there'll be injuries. I mean, it's mm -hmm. the problem is this won't stop until it's stopped. Right. I mean, right. and people have to stop doing it. And the problem is now the good part is um, I think people are waking up now. A, a lot of people took the COVID bioweapon. Yeah. who did it just out of fear, even on our own side. I mean, I know people who like didn't tell the truth and like were against it, but they took it because of some reason or whatever. Um, so they won't stop until people stop or they're stopped. Therefore, I mean, they've already, they already rolled out the 2022, 2023 flu vaccine that is mRNA technology. I know. I saw that. And now they now they just they just officially approved it for children's vaccine schedule. So that's why I said it might be upwards of ninety, I think ninety ish vaccines the kids have to take up to eighteen years old. So now keep in mind, they're gonna keep rolling them all out. I mean, they want a cancer vaccine, they want a cholesterol vaccine. Like at some point, did people not realize that I mean it's such a lie. Like, I mean, take cholesterol is, I think, one of the biggest hoaxes. There's actually evidence to indicate that as you age, having higher cholesterol is correlated with longer lifespan. I, I still I still have people coming in. They're like, how do you eat, Dr. Dean? I'm like, I eat meat and fat all day long. Right. I go, I'm pretty much carnivore keto. They're like, aren't you afraid of cholesterol? And I go, you're talking to the person who is the healthy one who is actually doing well and is not on all the medications. Right. I'm like, you guys got to stop getting your information from these sources because it's a lot, like, it's all lies. <laughs> all lies. All lies. Yeah. I always say, whatever, whatever they say to do, just do the opposite and you'll probably be a lot healthier. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> what would you say are some of the biggest health lies that have been sold. And the second part of the question is, what are some of the 
like easiest solutions people can take ownership of their own health yeah i mean cholesterol is one of the biggest um and they want people on satin drugs which will just it kills people um that's a that's a big one um and the healthiest foods on the planet are quality meats quality fats some some vegetables if you want them i mean it's it's even vegetables are a give or take now at this point science has showed like you know meat is like one of the best foods out there um another one would be i mean vaccines obviously so i mean naturally like it's it, there's so, so many lo so so logically it's weird for me because okay. people have been programmed into the idea that a pharmaceutical company has made a product that you inject into your body that's going to keep you immune or safe from anything out there right right but yet my brain works like this so you're telling me that a pharmaceutical company who has already gotten penalized for all the other drugs that they make that have har that have harmed people they actually put marketing money in the product to take care of the lawsuits that they get they get sued for now they're making this product that's made out of genetically modified organism has heavy metals chemical toxicity has aborted fetal cells in it and they make this whole thing they make it a clear liquid but that's going to make you healthy versus going outside exercising eating properly taking some vitamins being spiritually well enjoying your family you know having a purpose in life and a career <laughs> like so for me it I, like for anybody out there I, I don't mean to be you know flippant or like disrespectful but for me that's how i look at it so to, so when people ask me i'm like this isn't even a question right but but again i've been awake for a long time so i'm trying to impart this information onto others of like what i just said there's over here and then there's over here there's two very different worlds and really only one makes logical sense does that make sense yeah totally yeah <laughs> i would say those are the biggest me, ones but... hmm? i would say those are the biggest ones i mean that i can think of oh, there's there's yeah. tons of them but those are some of the, the biggest one. yeah so you said your daughter's nine she's nine yeah yeah so is she uh is she homeschooled is she she is home slash unschooled so she so we built an ideal life for ourselves my wife and i are both doctors we both work uh we have our own practice so you know we have associates we build a big enough where we don't necessarily have to be there all the time mm -hmm. and then my daughter from the very beginning um born at home again um my wife went through the whole thing no drugs no anything just kind of did did her thing i was right there with her we had a, a midwife now she is goes to the office with us she has her own room she does her schooling i mean but honestly you know what her schooling is you know it's funny people go what are, what's her curriculum i'm like really she doesn't really have a curriculum they're like what do you mean i go my wife is italian so she loves cooking uh we have people around us who are like her aunts and uncles but like our associates like she's she's like it's a family right, right. so she cooks with us she cleans with us she enjoys life she does her math she goes to gymnastics she like life is the classroom does that make sense like obviously she sits down and we have her learn her cursive and she does her math problems and she reads books and everything else but she sits down with mom and does arts and crafts sometimes or we'll sit down and play board games and her vocabulary is like ridiculous because she's in an office around adults all day right. and around around healthcare people so like her like sometimes she says things that i'm like 
where did you learn that word? Like, that's like, I, it's not even in my vocabulary. Like, where'd you get that? Like, she just rattles stuff off. So the power of letting children experience their environment, if that makes They're sense. They're sponges. They're sponges, right. I, did, I didn't have to do a whole lot. I literally just told her, okay, these are a few subjects we have to know because you got to read, you got to write, you got to do math, you got to mm -hmm. cook, et cetera. The rest is learning life on the go. <laughs> yeah, on the job training for life. She, she travels with us everywhere. She, I mean, we've been, she was in, she was in, she was in Europe at under a year old several times. I mean, wow. she's been all over the place. So not to brag, it's just, it, it's, that's the mentality I want all Americans to have. It doesn't mean you have to go to Europe all the time, but the whole point is you're right. Kids are sponges. They're amazing little beings, right? They want to learn. Unfortunately, the actual public indoctrination center is the dangerous part, letting them be on their own and learn and understand and go out in nature it's a whole new world. Yeah, absolutely. What is it like uh, for her interacting with other kids like her age? Just in terms of, uh, because obviously her lifestyle is very mm -hmm. different. I I'm imagining the worldview as well, yeah. given her parents, right? Yeah, it uh, it will be vaccinated. That makes her a little different too. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll it it honestly, and this this may sound uh, disrespectful to some and not to others, and I don't intend it to be, but. It depends on the IQ of the other kids, honestly. So she's hung around kids who were, you know, very public school, um, you know, nothing again. I'm not saying nothing against those parents. I understand. But she'll like not want to play because like just intelligence level. Right. Versus we go hang out with our colleagues who are other doctors or go other places who have kids who are in the same. She gets along with them like brilliantly. Right. Mm -hmm. So one, it's I mean, obviously the world's not always going to be the same. Everyone's not going to always have the same class and standards, et cetera, or the same sure. education or anything like that. But it also that, that I want to urge people out there, you know, your kids are sponges. They are geniuses, but you have to, you have to push them and lift them up to that level. Right. Right. Because yeah, I know kids out there who are really smart and sometimes they won't play with the other kids. And it's not because they, they think less of them. It's literally one has been programmed down here Right. One has been programmed up here. I mean, China, I know they're communists, but the one thing they do very well, they make sure their kids are very highly educated. They make that they put them in the arts. They like they, they're a little bit drill sergeant on it. Yeah. But the Chinese children are they're geniuses. Yeah. Right. Because it, there's an expectation. I mean, even like our like our political families, like some of the elite or whatever, their kids are taken through high level schools because they want them up here and not it's not a class thing it's a they want intelligence so i want all people to realize they can do that it's not a doctor thing anybody can do that yeah yeah that's yeah of course i think that's i think that's really interesting because kids are sponges and they, they are when you're talking about like it depends on the iq i think that that might be to some extent possibly but i think it also has to do with the um level of uh stimulation uh versus oh, yeah. programming absolutely yep absolutely yeah it, it, it's it all i mean every person every every kid she's ever been around and like in practice she's she's always had fun sometimes though when somebody comes in who's younger she'll become motherly to them like she'll make sure they're taken care of like kind of babysitter mentality etc so she right. she's kind of she really um she dives into that like caretaker mindset which is kind of cool that is really cool do you uh do you plan to have more children or 
Possibly. I mean, we're, we're open to it, but you know, we, it's one of those, it's one of those things that happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I, I think I'm just curious about the, like, so would you put her in school ever or like, no. what is your, no. And would you, inc- so what, am- what do you, what would you suggest for other parents? Like if you were to give what you think is like the ideal prescription for children, what would you suggest? Yeah. I mean, uh, so when I say never, I mean, obviously, if there's some sort of like uh, uh, upper education school, obviously, I would be willing to put her in there if it was the right situation, but not a public school system. I I, I despise the public education system. I despise the college system. I despise the whole thing. It's it's literally an indoctrination center. So for other people out there, I know not everybody can do that. And, and again, and no disrespect to anybody who is like, well, he's a doctor. He can afford to do it. No, keep in mind, there are religious um, schools out there, there are clubs, even if you're in a public school, I mean, my biggest thing on, on parents is yeah. even if they go to a public school, it is your job to be intimately intertwined with what they're learning. Mm-hmm. Right. Not this, just come home and let them be and don't ask any questions. Like you need to know everything that is going on in that school system. And on top of that, I believe kids should be in club programs. I think people, I think kids should be, you know, whether it's a musical instrument or a sport or some other social, not a socialization system, but they should be active people in the community, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So even if you're in public school, I know, I have friends who still have their kids in a public school system, but when they're out of the school, they're in sports, arts, other things that are obviously training them to be better citizens too. Yeah, absolutely. And everyone can do that. I Again, when people are like, well, there's no money for that. No, no, no. You can get in clubs for free now. There's community organizations out there. Like, there's always a will to get into something. There's always a way to get around it. Totally. What are your thoughts on uh, technology? And I guess I'll ask that in a, kind of a, a twofold kind of question. Because one, for children, I think it's a huge issue, right? Um a lot of children are literally their best friend, their teachers, their everything has become right. technology. Uh, but then also, just as a doctor, what are your thoughts on uh, some of the uh, possible negative uh, health effects of all this technology that we're being surrounded by? I love technology if used correctly. I mean, I think technology is one of the greatest innovations in the world. Do I think kids need technology right away? No. I mean, my daughter doesn't have an iPad. She doesn't have a cell phone. She's nine. She's not getting one anytime soon because there's no reason for her to have one. Right. Has she been on a laptop before? Sure. I mean, she, she's I've, I've set her up on one to watch something or look at something. She's watched the show here or there. Um, but no, I don't believe. And then on top of what they're doing now, I mean, everything is getting insane. Um, they Technology is only dependent upon whose hands it's in. I, I agree with that. Any any right? powerful so, tool can be used for good or for evil, right? Everything is everything everything of material is neutral. Money is yeah, ne- right. money is not evil. Money is neutral, right? If you're a jerk, right. you're gonna do the jerky. love of money, right? Right. It's that's- if you obsess on it every day, you don't care about anything else, then it's a problem. But that's also you shouldn't be obsessing on anything like that. Like anything, right. you, you just gotta be neutral with it. But then there's people out there who give billions of dollars to amazing charities and we all love that. So it really depends. But no. Um, the only thing I, I, am pretty hard for against from a technology standpoint, and this is because we've seen major health ramifications is yeah. the, uh, the virtual reality AI stuff, um, where they actually put it on their face. Uh, we actually have had kids come in with like major burned out retinas and optic nerves because you can't have radiation that close to your face. It will actually fry your, your system. So we, 
that's that that thing is a not good system to have and it's again if you do it a different way it could work necessarily the fact is though it's right in their eyes on their face and that's really dangerous stuff it, it actually it's not that it's not the imaging that's dangerous it's the radiation that's being sucked into the eyes wow yeah it's bad stuff that's terrible yeah the ocular i mean because you keep in mind and these kids don't always they don't use moderation like some of these kids are on that like for 12 plus hours right that's so that's a this direct blast of, of blue light and radiation in their eyes and their eyes are developing remember so yeah. you're actually you're actually breaking down um the cell the human cell and so yeah we've had we've had kids literally come in with eye damage already from it mm, wow well that that's really good to know uh, yeah. i know that we are pressed for time so i no worries uh, yeah i i think the last thing i would just ask you is that if there is a just like really kind of a I, I guess just as a, we're being pushed, sorry, I'm trying to think of how to wrap this up. That's no, okay. But we're being pushed to take, like you were talking about, the pharmaceutical kind of model, yeah. right? But we're also being lied to about what, you know, even just basic things like nutrition and the sun. You talked about getting outside, you know, right. the sun, <laughs> right? We, we we're being told that the sun is uh, poisonous, going to give us cancer. And uh, I'm not suggesting people go out and get burnt, pride themselves every day. You know? <laughs> right. That's not what I'm advocating, but... But I think people have gotten to the point where now they lather on like these really tough. Oh yeah, chemicals. chemicals. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I what I'm what I'm getting at is uh, what I, I think people need some sort of hope, and I like to give them a sense that they can empower themselves and take some ownership. So what would you say to that effect? Yeah. I'll, so so I'll sum it up with this, and this is what I always use. So uh, my show my. my my tagline is health, freedom, and knowledge, right? Yeah. Health, we know, obviously, I'm natural health. Freedom is freedom. Mm -hmm. Knowledge is a totally different thing. Um, and I go back to my people will perish for a lack of knowledge, right? right? So if you took a vaccine and had a major problem, the question is, did you research it? Did you ask questions? Did you look up the product insert? Did you go look at the studies? Did you do this? Did you do that? If you put the, the sunscreen on, did you look at the label? Did you look up the ingredients in the label? Do you know what they do? Do you know the chemistry behind it, right? Yeah. If you're going to go eat somewhere, do you, do, you, do, you go, or do you go to the store and look at the food and do you look at the label? Do you look what's in it? What does it do? Is it good? Is it bad? What is that ingredient? Yeah. Ultimately, it doesn't matter whether it's technology, it's your politicians, it's God. It doesn't matter what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're not studying and researching and building your knowledge base up, then you're going you you're potentially going to be in trouble because ultimately at the end of the day, you know, it's the ones who are ed not not public education or college. It's the ones who are educated themselves. You know, we go back to that school thing. I know people who, who went to trade school and owned their own companies who never went to high school or they dropped out of high school or didn't go to college, yeah. right? Who literally own multi, multi million dollar companies now and have amazing families. Right. And they didn't get homeschooled, unschooled, anything like that. It's because they applied, they went and they studied, they learned and they applied their knowledge to a craft and they became great at it. Same with me. You know, some people would be like, oh, he's a doctor. He has money. You can say that. I spent 15 plus years in school systems learning. And then after that, I still study all day, every day, basically. I'm researching constantly. This brain doesn't shut off at night. I come home. I don't, my wife and I aren't, aren't watching Netflix. We're not watching television. We're reading, we're studying, we're playing games. Like this world is about knowledge and those who get knowledge and it's free, by the way, the ones who are willing to sit down and do the work, right. 
are the ones that end up usually having really great lives, right? right? But a lot of the ones here now who are struggling or having the problems are the ones who are taking information from the news. They're listening to Fauci. They're listening to Bill Gates, right? They're not studying. Right. They're just taking in and they're going with somebody else's authority as their decision, if that makes sense. So really, it, to win this whole thing, it is dependent upon us taking responsibility back, our kids, our families, our community, everything. So it goes back to knowledge base. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I say I want to inform, inspire, and empower. Yes. So, yeah, I think it does start with the information. So it's up to people to seek it and to receive it, use discernment, adjudicate what resonates, yep. you know, with the information they have at the given time. And uh, then hopefully be inspired to take some sort of action to empower themselves to have free agency and uh, autonomy, right? I love it. I agree. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. I love what you're doing. And thank you so much for spending the time with me here today. And please tell everybody where they can find you, where they both your services as a doctor and uh, find your stuff online. Yeah, no, absolutely. You can go to BraveTV.com and just see the main site. And then BraveTV.store is all the products and information that I do. And um, you, you go there, you'll find all the um, social media there, Rumble, the channels and the show and all there. I do podcasts five days a week, Monday through Friday, uh, 12 Eastern time. And uh, we just, again, health, freedom and knowledge. So we're, we're here for Americans to help wake everybody up and just make it a better world. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Likewise, thank you for being here. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.